So a couple of new ideas that I would love to share with you all. I think as we as we overall understand the importance of having an inclusive culture. I think what 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 is missed at times has a lot to do with bringing folks in. So your talent strategy from a recruiting and comms connected to recruiting perspective. But I think what we also miss are the best practices of how to create an inclusive culture and an environment for a new hire once they're in the company during the onboarding process. So I believe something that most companies should be doing in a real innovative way, very similar to our product engage here with with MindStand or the Beyond Brand Studios organization, I think organizations need to be thinking more about your recruiting comms, your onboarding guides, the comms that are connected to your onboarding process, and some of the manager and supervisor user manuals that can be created once you have a new hire inside of the organization. Let me walk you through what I mean. Everyone knows our product engage as well as the company beyond brand is designed to work with new is designed to communicate to applicants authentically early in the process after the screen call after interview number one after interview number two. We're looking to explain what a culture ad type candidate turned into an employee would look like. And we've already gone through the nuances of why the Engage product does a lot of great work and how it helps organizations find the right talent, um, reduce new hire churn, um, all, all the data points. And we've already explained why, from an employee's first perspective, it does a lot of great things as well. What we haven't got into is how the Engage product and Beyond Brand can be utilized to support the onboarding process. Now, I had a colleague and a partner of Engage reach out to me and say, you know, Anthony, I really think you should go back to the MindStand team and figure out if this can work from a onboarding perspective and like a supervisor user manual perspective. And I said, what do you mean? He's like, well, look, everyone knows it's historically true that companies struggle mightily when it comes to onboarding and when it comes to um, reducing new hire churn and when it comes to integrating a new hire into an already established high performing team inside of an organization. One wrong hire, one misalignment, one, you know, uh, emotional off-putting, um, one error, just anything that goes wrong puts the organization in a situation where they may have made the wrong decision and that can throw off timelines, that can throw off productivity, that can throw off deliverables, that can throw off innovation, inclusivity. It can throw off a lot of things, right? So I think what would be interesting is if companies would also consider taking the engaged process and taking the nuances and the essence of beyond brand and baking it into the onboarding process and shifting it a bit. So taking it from communicating and having comms around recruiting to applicants to communicating to the new hires within teams during the first, I would say, yeah, the first 30 days. I was even going to go a little bit longer, but really the first 30 days. And so what I'm directly talking about, let's, let's, let's focus from a, from a, from a uh, onboarding perspective. Same process. Sit down, have the head of people facilitate or have or have someone externally like Engage facilitate 
supervisors and leaders of departments for new hires that just came into the organization. So to make it simple, you sit down with the marketing director. You just got done hiring seven new positions for the marketing team in Q1. You sit down for those first 30 days of those new hires time with the with the head of marketing. And you're going deeply into leadership decision-making frameworks, change management communications, what form of DEIB, um, what, 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 what forms... What what form of DEIB strategy does this organization in this in this department um, adopt and are responsible for? You know, how would you describe the way you think about diversity and inclusion now? Um, best ways and worst ways to ramp up to productivity, weakness as a leader, department structure weaknesses. You know, um, in the first sixty days, if this specific new hire were to present a process improvement plan, how would how would you react? How would they present that? If they have new ideas, how should they present that? If they if they want to reach out to you about problems or situations, what's the what's the overall order of comms? See, that information, objectively, in my personal opinion, should be pushed up to the front in the current process. But if they don't want to do it that way, I think there's value in taking that information and putting it into the comms that are connected to onboarding. And doing so in a way where applicants, excuse me, employees can log into the portal Check out the website, look at the videos on demand whenever they want, pause, go back, replay, fast forward, take notes, really go at their own speed, watch it as they enjoy dinner and a glass of wine during their first week or two weeks or three weeks of their of their new organization. It gives them an opportunity with the original concept to really get to know the supervisor to really understand the team a little bit more organically and at a deep level, and then also to proactively make any sort of adjustments and be in the know of how to move and how to interact with their team members and how to adhere to the overall core energy and culture of this particular department. And again, since it's a facilitated conversation, they're hearing about the true nuances and depths, and they're hearing secondary and third-level questions that can really, that can really drive more honesty and, and, frankly, the information that they need to hear. Um, this, in my personal opinion, right, is something that I do believe could be and should be put into the onboarding process. And I think it would bring a lot of objective value. I think number one, it would definitely cut down new hire churn. I think number two, it would definitely, um, decrease ramp up time and productivity. Number three, I think it would create a lot of inclusivity between that culture and that new hire and that supervisor. I think number four, just to talk in the layman's terms from a productivity perspective, like think about it. Like here are my weaknesses as a leader. Now your new hire knows directly what weaknesses can potentially trigger them so they can be so they can prep for them. Department structure weaknesses. Be honest. Here are the here are the weaknesses within our overall department structure, and here's what we're doing to fix them. So if you find yourself getting a little bit upset about these variables, now you know proactively so you can gauge your overall emotions. Visibility and visibility and availability to direct reports. Once again, if you're someone joining the team and you know for a fact you're looking to get certain certain amounts and certain levels of visibility and availability from your supervisor, now you know at a very authentic level prior to you really officially joining the team how much you will have. So you can kind of ebb and flow and figure out how you want to gather your thoughts and when you'll be able to share those thoughts. You know, data and ideas. How much does this direct report need to bring to the table when it comes to data to influence any decisions or ideas that may that you may bring up to the team and to the overall organization? Again, if you're a new hire that you know for a fact joining the market, <clears throat> joining the marketing team, 
it's part of your job to have tons of new ideas and change up the game. How do you present those new ideas? How do you form your presentations? How do you bring data to the table to get your leader to buy in immediately or to at least respect your idea immediately? All of these variables should be Yeah, they should be pushed into the onboarding process and all these variables can bring so much freaking value that I love. Um, And companies will love this too, frankly. And then even even as you think about your user manual as a a leader, this is a user manual as well. So you could also create this video content that can be stored within any sort of portal that you want, any internal comms portal. And now your new hires on your team at any given point throughout the first, let's call it 60 to 90 days can revisit this information to learn about you in their own time, and they can react proactively. See, the way, oh my gosh, this is amazing. The way that human psychology works today, it could happen in the dating world, in families, in sports teams, in organizational teams. We make mistakes to a person, then we learn, oh, they don't like that. We do things to a person, and then we learn, oh, that doesn't feel too good. We do something to a person, and we're like, oh, that didn't bode well for the team or the organization or my own internal emotions. We learn from mistakes, but this is a way to proactively put enough information in in front of folks to proactively make adjustments to inevitable mistakes and then not make them, which makes everything a lot smoother, I would think. And so those are my thoughts around how this can inevitably be plugged into the onboarding and as well as get plugged in to the overall um, um, onboarding process with like user manuals. Leaders love this. Companies should love this. Employees would love this. And this is just a few ideas of how you could shift and adjust some of the value that I've been spewing regarding Beyond Brand and Engage. So just a few thoughts. As always, my name is Anthony. Not Anthony, AJ. I got to get better at that. My name is AJ, VP of Partnerships here at MindStand, and uh, hope I was bringing you good value. Thanks a lot.